good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Again, um, you are doing Shidduchin with Mrs. Gertz, making it work. So we've been um, talking about the Omer count and the importance it has to improve our our traits, our uh, emotional traits that are within us and through the Omer every day we have a meditation of each of the Sephira. So let's say each Sephira, which would be, you know, um, are the levels of our soul and the soul has several levels, several um, encrustations based on the Sohar and the Tree of, of Life, which we have Keter, well, we'll start with, I'm sorry, Malkut, I'm sorry, Keter, then we have Chesed Gevura, so, and Yesod, Netzach, these are the most important, the most important um, elements that help us our neshama grow into a higher level of awareness of connection with the Almighty. So today we're going to talk about. Uh, we're still in uh, week one, uh, and we're going to go on. And we're uh, today we're already at uh, day eleven, but I'm going to make a little review of what was day six until day eleven. So here we have uh, what was day six. Remember, we do a blessing. Uh, to say the Omer count and you say today is and then the day for, for purposes of Chinuch I am going to say that today is day 6 which is of the Omer and in it we have bonding in kindness which means Yesod which is bonding of kindness. So what do we learn? For love to be eternal, it requires bonding, a sense of togetherness, which actualizes the love with the joint effort. Eternal love requires an intimate connection, kingship, and attachment, one that benefits both parties. This bonding bears fruit, the fruit born out of a healthy union. It's suggestive to start building something constructive together with the loved one. That was for day six. Again, Yesod of, of Chesed. This week is the uh, week of Chesed. Then came 
still in week one, day seven. We have, today is the seventh day, which is, uh, which are one week of the Omer, which is Mahut of Chesed, nobility and loving kindness. So the sixth day was bonding in loving kindness, Yesod of Chesed. The seventh day is nobility in loving kindness. So let's see what it has to, what is the difference. So mature love comes with and brings personal dignity and intimate feeling of nobility and regalness. It allows you to know your special place and contribution in the world. Any love that is demoralizing and breaks the human spirit is no love at all whatsoever. For love to be complete, it must have the dimension of personal sovereignty, a sense of freedom, and domain over the forces that detract from the total loving. Remember, bonding it equals love. If there is no respect to the person you love, then there's no respect to the love that you have for Hashem. The other love, the one that is destructive, comes from ego comes from smallness. So we have to be very aware where, where this sense of love, or even some people think they confuse love with need, needing someone. I need you. You have to do what I tell you. That's not, that's not really love. Okay? So we have to really meditate. How is our love? Reflections of this day would be to highlight an aspect in your love that has bolstered your spirit and enriched your life and really celebrate about it. Someone that has been there for you in the good times and in the bad times and to be able to recognize that without that person, you're not complete. That is worth celebrating because you have to recognize that the other part of you, which is your partner, is the one that enriches your life. Okay? And then, after this week that was chesed, we start the second week. And this second week is that we started uh, the beginning of, of the week is gevura, which is justice, discipline, restraint, and all all these elements form part of gevura. We can't just have all chesed and kindness. We have to learn 
understand justice, discipline, restraint, and all. If love, chesed, is the, the bedrock of human expression, discipline, gevora, is the channel through which we express love. It gives our life a love direction and focus. Like a laser beam, its potential lies in the focus and concentration of a light in one direction rather than fragmented light beams. I'll give you an example. There's so many people that, oh, they want to be so much in love for five minutes, ten minutes, one month. They love the being courted and court. But when it comes to settling down or being a little bit serious and taking that flirt, flirting and all those emotions into a much serious moment, we tend to fall in fragmentation. Oh no, he or she's not for me. Why? Why isn't he or she for me? Well, because the capability of going beyond into the oneness, it implies from us to take away from us to give to the other person. So, if, like a laser beam, its potency lies in the focus and concentration of the light in one direction, rather in the fragmented light beams dispersed in all different directions. Gevura will be this discipline and the measure that concentrates and directs our efforts, our love into proper direction. We don't have eyes for other people when we decide we want to be with one person. Because that's the, the, nat the natural thing is to connect with one person. The one you love. The one that you're going to with the one that you're going to care for. That implies discipline and restraint and eventually awe. I say, wow, what a beautiful, what a beautiful moment sharing together. And every minute you share with that person, you're in awe because you see yourself in the other person and the other person sees yourself in you. That's a level and a dedication. So another suggestion uh, about Kivura or another aspect is in respect and of awe. Healthy love requires respect for the one you love. Respect. What does that respect mean? That you see in the other person the light of Hashem. 
the same light that you want him or her to see from you. And it's very hard because we tend to judge people and say he's too this, she's too that, it's not for me. We fragment ourselves. Be careful. Be careful. We need to close our opinions, keep our opinions, and use our inner senses the ones that are going to help you discern and see, appreciate who the other person is. Okay, so that is something that will come from, we were finishing I was talking to you about the second week, right? And now we're going to start with day eight. And that was also at the beginning of the week. Uh, and you say the Braha, thou king of the universe, who has commanded to save the woman. That day was day eight, which was one week and one day of the Omer since the Pesach uh, last holiday. That's where we're counting from. So we're counting, but at the same time, we're cleansing. It's an interesting concept. We count and we cleanse. When we think about it in Egypt, when we left Egypt, we had to kind of like know what day it was. And it was 49 days also of spiritual impurity that we arrived. So 49 days will take every year for us to meditate on aspects that we need to change, that we need to get out of this um, Mitzrayim, to get out of the, this uh, feeling of limitation. We don't need limitations. We, that's the difference. That's the beauty of having we change to a different level of consciousness and spirituality. And do we know what's next? No, we necessarily we don't know what's next. But what we do know is that we have the capability that Hashem gave us through our beautiful guide that was to guide us through this desert and this desert is life where it's full of scorpions and snakes and everything but if we focus on that 
they will come after you. But if you focus on making your neshama, your soul, grow, then you won't see the snake and the scorpio after you. That's always, that's always the way where you set your attention, where do you want to see your growth. Depends where you put your eyes, depends where you put your heart, depends if you're thinking with the right side of the brain or the left side of the brain. Right side of the brain is allowing the flow that comes from Hashem's meditation. The left is the one that needs to be meditated on fixing, accepting errors that we need to improve. So, okay, let's move on. So we're saying the eighth day. We again, we say that the blessing, blessed are thou, king of the universe, who has blessed to save you all mankind. And that was day eight, which was one week and one day of the owner, which is, which was Chesed of Gevura. Chesed of Gevura, which means loving kindness in discipline. Well, what that, what does that really mean? So the in underlying intention and motive in discipline is to love. Why do we measure our behavior or we establish standards and expect people to live up to them? Only because of love. Even judgment of the guilty is an expression of love. In, uh, in other words, punishment is not vengeance. It is just another way to express love. By cleansing anything antithetical to love. Tolerance of people should never be confused with tolerance of their behavior. On the contrary, love for people includes wanting them to be the best they can be and therefore helping them be aware of anything less than perfect behavior. So we have to remember those who have small families or big families, brothers or sisters, you know, there's some characters in our brothers or in our sisters, even in our parents, that we really have nothing to do with how they see the world. And yet, we can live with them when we're growing up. Later on, of course, we everybody takes their own separate journey, their own way. But we learn to accept the person learn to respect that person. By not doing that, we are not respecting Hashem's creatures, or more than creatures, Hashem's image, Hashem's manifestation of the other person. Our 
tolerance comes from ego, comes from darkness, comes from restraint, comes from intolerance of oneself also. What we see in others is what we have inside ourselves that we don't like about ourselves. Because if we, we have that and it bothers us because there's something inside of us that is not feeling good about it. So meditate on that. So we said Chesed of Geburah, loving kindness in discipline. So Chesed of Geburah is the love in discipline, awareness of the intrinsic love that underlines discipline and judgment. It is the recognition that your personal discipline and the discipline you expect of others is only an expression of love. It is the understanding that we have no right to judge others. And that's a hard, that's very hard to accept because we love to give judgment. This person is this and that one is that. And we're looking for shit. Oh, it's not for me. He's too tall. He's too short. He's too fat. He's too old. Uh, measure, measure, judge, judge. Of course, we don't want to get married. But we, we set up high standards. But without really understanding who we really are, and the opportunities that Hashem gives you when meeting someone else. I'm not saying that everybody should go out with a million people to see who, which is the Shidduch. We have to remember that it's very important that whoever you go out and it doesn't work out for you, is getting you closer to the right person. And we should not feel bad about ourselves. Oh, I'm tired of I'm tired of dating. Yeah, you're tired of dating because you don't come to the senses of saying I can do this. I can give from myself to another person. That's the hard part. It's not the other person. It's ourselves that have a hard time and look for a lot of excuses not to go out with a person because we have high criteria of what we're looking for. Maybe what we're looking for is not what is going to make us grow. Okay, so... Meditate on that. So we said that it's not right to judge others. We have a right only to love them. And that includes wanting them to be their best. Okay? Again, it's the example of the brothers and the sisters. You just want the best out of them. You might not like their character. But you accept them with love no matter what. And those that don't is because 
they have issues on accepting Hashem's people as He created them. All of us are a piece of art uniquely in ourselves. We are a manifestation of Hashem. We first have to see that. Then comes the the physicality and the evaluation. We make judgments that are very shallow. Meditate on that. So you have to ask yourself, when I judge and criticize another, is it in any way tinged with my own contempt? Because we're good at that and irritation is there any hidden satisfaction in his failure I'm better than this person I can do better than the other person oh he's not from enough he's too from or she's too from oh I don't want covering him all these are elements that are shallow nothing to do in seeing eye to eye communicating so let's meditate on that too okay so is there any hidden satisfaction in his failure or her failure is it only out of love for others so let's meditate that before you criticize someone today, think twice. Is it out of concern and love? Or is it just because you like to be a good judge? Meditate. Okay, we come to remember the second week uh, where it is the nine day that just passed also well Gevura of Gevura discipline in discipline so as you can see we started we started Chesed and we go around Chesed Chesed of uh, Gevura Chesed of Tiferet Chesed of Hod Chesed of Netzach Chesed of Yesod Chesed of with each sefirot, we combine them, and they have the combination of both, which are elements that we have in our soul that need to be considered to see and polished to see who we are, how we are, how we approach an understanding to relating with someone else. And today, the computers and all this virtual reality really is a distortion of who you see in front of. There's nothing better than seeing eye to eye. But 
this is realities that we have to be aware so we did uh, on day nine which was Givura of Givura, discipline in discipline the suggestion meditation is make a detailed plan for spending your day and at the end of the day see if you lived up to it okay then um, in week two we come to week two day three which it would be with thou king of the universe who has sanctified us and commanded us to count the omens this was yesterday today is day 10 which is one week and three days of the omens which in this case is Tikferet of Givura compassion in discipline Tikferet is the compassion Givura in the discipline so let's understand underlying underlying and driving disciples must not only be love but also compassion love comes from recognizing one's merit and positive qualities while discipline channels and directs those strengths and weeds out of the negativity so compassion should be unconditional love it is love just for the sake of love not considering that others others position Tiferet is a result of a total selflessness in the eyes of the Almighty you love for no reason you just love because you are the essence of the Almighty and what does the Almighty do he loves you love because you are a reflection of him so does my love I'm sorry does my discipline have the element of compassion big word compassion modern world iPhone iPad I I I what about the other person what about the other heart what about the other eyes what about the other smile the one that's smiling back at me the one that is looking at me and seeing my my inner self that's where we want to get beyond the screen beyond our glasses beyond our critical thinking So, a meditation to consider for the day 10th, which was yesterday, is be compassionate to someone you have reproached. Try it. First you reproach, I'm mad at you because you didn't bring my Starbucks cafe or because I just want to be tough 
and I want uh, to have someone make me feel uncomfortable because that makes me feel strong and happy and and power with power when we know that it's all a scene it's not how we were created it's not like it should be a relationship should be crystal clear where words are not needed but just expressions okay so we come to today's date of the Omer which today is week two day four of the Omer so blessed art thou king of the universe who has sanctified it with your commandments to count the Omer today is the 11th day which are one week and four days of the Omer. In this case, we have Netzach of Kibur, which is endurance and discipline. Netzach being endurance and Kibur in discipline. Effective discipline must be enduring and tenacious. Is my discipline consistent or only when focused? Do I follow through with discipline? Am I perceived as weak disciplinarian? So let's meditate today and let's extend the plan you're making on the day two for a longer period of time listening short term and long term goals review and update it each day and see how consistent you were and if you followed through with the list of things that you wanted to do with going back to that person that you reproach or you said ugly words and say you know what I was having a bad moment but guess what thank you for allowing me to express myself and I apologize see take the ego very strongly Hashem says where the ego dwells I cannot dwell and that's the reason why Pesach time we abstain of eating bread and we eat instead matzah something that shows us that we have to be humble humbleness comes with gratitude if there's no gratitude on waking up and saying Thank you, because I have a new day. Thank you, because I have a bed. Thank you, because I have a relationship. Thank you, because I have a job. Thank you, because I can see, I can walk. 
forget these things. And today's world is, I need, I want, I don't have. I need, I want, I don't have. I want the Superman Hollywood presentation. And we don't realize how we need to get our eyes or our glasses cleared up and see that these are not ways to evaluate the love for someone else. But again, it all also stems that if I am not for myself, who will be for me? If I am for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? I don't love myself. Who am I? A big percentage of today's divorces are because it's not that we don't want the other person. It's because we don't want ourselves. We don't like ourselves. And we project ourselves towards the other person. I'm not saying that there's cases where you have to separate because unhealthy love, suffering in a relationship just because and not having your other part comment or work together in a relationship, then that is not a healthy relationship. And yes, I am the first one to say you need to move on. If the other person doesn't want to move on, leave them. Remember, life is a journey. How many people after the Holocaust, they lost a lot of family, wives, children. And what did they do? They took the courage to start all over again. But they started all over again. So, where are we in today's world? Are we ready to start all over again and consider another person to be in our lives? Or is it, or is it very difficult to consider someone else in our life? Very important. Meditate on that, okay? So we were saying the results of discipline and might without humility are obvious. The greatest cat catastrophes have occurred as a result of people sitting, sitting in arrogant judgment of others. Uh, am I arrogant in the name of justice? What I consider as just? I ever think that I sit on a higher pedestal and bestow judgment on my subject before before what about my children my students do I ever think that I sit on a higher pedestal and bestow a judgment a judge has to be the most 
humble of the creatures recognizing that he sits in judgment not by his own merit but only because God gave him the right to judge his children not everybody has that right Moshe Rabbeinu did he was he would go head to head with Hashem and he knew he used words that were very strong that maybe his brother Aaron would never even think about it to address Hashem in terms that Moshe would create Moshe's Neshama to to wrestle with the injustice that Moshe Rabbeinu saw done to his people. Okay, so again, um, we also say that the meditation of today would be before judging anyone, ensure that you are doing so selflessly with no personal bias. And I think that's today we're caught very strongly in, in part, we see it in politics, we see it in social media, we see it everywhere in dress codes, we see it in relationships. We're biased. We don't know really what, why we are. But, you know, I come first, everybody else comes second. And you know what? Slowly, slowly, you realize that that brings emptiness. There's nothing more beautiful to see a home built with shalom light, with children surrounding the mommy and the, and the top. Why? Because they are happy, happy to see everybody, happy to bless everybody. That's the real, the real, the real way that we as Jewish people have to see and appreciate what we are able to understand. Okay, so with this, we have concluded, and we're pretty much up to date for, we went from uh, day 6 to day 11. We gave, so I encourage you, you know, this, these are excerpts, by the way, of uh, Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, I'm sorry, Shimon Jacobson, and it's a spiritual guide to the counting of the Omer. I encourage you to count the Omer. Uh, another thing that we have to remember, we don't tend to cut nails or cut the hair or cut the, you know, um, the toe, nails, etc. on our feet. Why is all this? Because we need to let everything grow out and when it has a nice length, to renew our hair, to renew our way we, we are, 
with everybody else. Anyhow, this was, uh, I wanted to make, it, make an update of the importance of counting the Omer, on meditating on what we just said. Each day is a different Mida. Each day we have valuable things to meditate on. It, we are in the desert, and it's a spiritual desert where the only thing we can really trust is Hashem. And all our decisions, we send them with total DHL <laughs> response <laughs> that we need Hashem. Closer to us, it's time. But we ask, we have to beg, not say. We have to beg already. It's time. It's time to see unity. It's time to see people loving each other. It's time to having a lot of children. It's time to sharing and and getting out of these phones that. Day by day, they isolate us. So we'll leave it to this moment. And again, if you have any questions, just try to write to us in talking with Mrs. Gertz. She took him. Make it work. So you have a good evening, a good morning, good afternoon, and. Uh, I enjoy being able to share this with you. So we'll see you next next chapter. Have a great, great day. Thank you.